today about, amen, we want to talk with a message especially to our youth. And uh, the subject is entitled, Youth Living Out God's Purposes. Amen. Youth Living Out God's Purposes. Hallelujah. And uh, would you bow your heads and we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, as I share today from the Word of God, Lord, as I speak both to parents and to young people today, and Lord, uh, the subject that we're talking about today uh, is of eternal significance. And Lord, we thank you for uh, our young people. Uh, we thank you, O oh God, for those that uh, uh, have so much of the life ahead of them. And uh, we're just lifting them up to you right now. We're asking you uh, to make their hearts to the ground for the word that's going to be sown on today. Amen. Uh, open up their understanding and get them to know that they were, are here today and on this planet for a purpose. And so, God, uh, I just, I, 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 I lift up the parents that have teenagers. Yes. And, uh, uh, and, and I lift up grandparents, Lord, who uh, are starting again on another generation. And, uh, God, we just ask that you would give us wisdom uh, to uh, uh, speak a word into their lives. Uh, not to fuss at them uh, so much, but to speak life into them. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I'm thanking you uh, for doing it. And I'm thanking you for uh, how your word is going to work. God bless you. Amen. Alright, can you get that for me so it won't sweep? Youth living out God's purposes. Youth living out God's purposes. One of the fundamental questions that many teenagers in our community are asking and are wrestling with is the question, why am I here? Amen. Why am I here? What, what, what is it that man, I'm here for? Uh, and, you know, in past generations, uh, Uh, young people were looking for the meaning of life. But today's teens, I don't think, are not necessarily looking for the meaning of life. They're searching for meaning in life. A purpose for living. Something that makes their lives worth living. And, uh, and, and that's the fundamental thing. You know, we live in a time when uh, teen depression, teen suicides, amen, the numbers are uh, rising. Uh, and, uh, you know, we live in a dangerous world. And uh, there's so much uh, that uh, is going wrong. And so, uh, when we think about it, talking again 
about our young people, our teenagers, the fact that they're seeking the very thing that God has, uh, which God has made them, and 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 why it's important for us as uh, pastors and parents to consistently teach our teens about the importance of the purpose for their lives. Amen. Purpose is powerful. Yes. Earlier in the month, we, 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 we talked about the principles of purpose. How that God is a God of purpose. That God does not create anything that does not have a purpose. We gave the principles of purpose. We talked about the fact that when purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. You don't know the why. Amen. If you don't know the why, then uh, how and what is not so important. And uh, uh, sometimes when we when we begin to talk about purpose, we talk about uh, from the standpoint of adults, you know, uh, fulfilling our purpose and amen, operating in our destiny, destiny and what have you. Uh, but uh, sometimes, it, it, and, and, I, and I think the reason is so difficult uh, for our young people to know their purpose, they're being raised by adults who haven't come into the complete understanding of their purpose. The Bible said that uh, the blind are not good guides. When the blind are trying to lead the blind, they both end up in a ditch. Yes, yes. And if, if we would give a commentary for uh, contemporary society today, we got a lot of folk that are in the ditch. But it ought not be so. And I believe that uh, uh, as uh, is my job as a pastor and, and, uh, and, and to partner with the parents and the grandparents and we need to, amen, with God's help, we can turn this thing around. Talking about young people living out God's purposes in their lives. You see, the Bible teaches that God made everyone. And this message is specifically for our youth, for our teenagers. God made everybody for a purpose. With a purpose. There is a purpose in your adolescent years, in your teenage years. There's a purpose for it. There are some things that uh, God wants you to experience and, and, and learn and grow from being a teenager. I think about, uh, and I know I'm using an extreme example, but I think about Jesus. God could have sent Jesus here. Now, there were, God can do what he wants to do, but God could have sent Jesus here as a grown man. He put Adam in the earth as a grown man, didn't he? God could have sent Jesus here as a grown man, but that's not what he did. He had him be born of a woman. He had him grow from infancy to adolescent to young adult and to a man and young man. And through every stage of life that he went through, there was a purpose for it. That was a purpose for it. Hallelujah. Yes. 
And, and the Bible talks about the fact how that uh, he grew and, 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 and progressed in favor with both God and man. There is a purpose for every stage in your life. Now, some stages might seem more awkward than others. But there's a purpose for it. So we're going to, amen, get into and we're talking about uh, youth, amen, living God's purpose for their lives. Some of these scriptures that we're going to go over, we've been over them a little bit before, but, we, we, but the emphasis wasn't toward the youth. It was more toward us as adults, but uh, we need to remind our young people that word is to you. Amen. That word is for you. That word will work for you. Just like, you you know, sometimes people get the idea, he's a pastor. He's a pastor. He's he's a minister. He's a bishop. Or he's a, and, 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 and they get caught up in these titles and positions. Amen. Pastor is just a job description. Y'all hear me? Yes, Lord. Amen. Uh, Before I got this job, amen, I I, I had some other jobs. And and I was young like you are. Amen. I grew up as a young person in church just like you are. Some of you are now. And God had a purpose for my life when I was young. And, and, And as I moved out of adolescence and and the teens that are moving, amen, into, uh, and some call them senior years. I, I want to call them season years. Amen. I want to call it season. Uh, God's got a purpose for me as well now. Colossians 1.16 says, For by Him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth. The visible and the invisible, whether thrones, dominion, or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. The reason for our existence, the reason we're here, whether you serve him or not, your reason for being is God. Without God, we would not be. It said, for all things were created that are in the heavens and on the earth. The visible and the invisible. All things were created at the end there. Through him and for him. When it said it was created through him, everything came through him. Now, uh, so everything was in God in the beginning. Uh, before the beginning, it was in God. And, 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 and God had an idea in mind about you even before you were born. God had a plan about a, a, a plan for you even before you were born. And so not only are all things created through him, but all things are created for him. And, 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 and I submit to you that I don't, it, it doesn't matter what stage in life you are, whether you're a teen, a preteen, a man, uh, 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 a, a tweener, whatever the, the, the current terminology is, young adult, 
middle-aged talk. If you are not living your life according to God's purposes, you are living beneath your privilege. Yes, yes, Lord. And in fact, you're living in a state of abuse because when you, amen, aren't operating in your purpose and you come up with your own purpose, amen, when you don't know the purpose of the thing, abuse is inevitable. I believe we would see a difference in the lives of our teenage sons and daughters, grandsons and daughters, if they truly felt that they were accepted, wholly accepted by God. One of the things that I can remember growing up as a teenager, uh, the, the desire for acceptance and to be understood and, and, and uh, for me, I grew up with a, with a misplaced uh, idea that God was angry with me. That I wasn't measuring up. That I wasn't uh, uh, pleasing to Him. Now there were some reasons that I felt that way and some things that I'd gone through in my family life uh, that, 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 that made me think like that. But those thoughts, those feelings that I was wrestling with and dealing with weren't true. They were lies. The enemy was, was trying to lie to me and make me think that, uh, uh, that, that, that just like amen, with some of my peers, amen, some of my peers, I wasn't the most popular when I was in school. I wasn't Mr. Popularity. And 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 and, uh, uh, and and I measured myself against my peers around me. And when I would try to measure myself against those around me, I didn't measure up. Had feelings of inferiority and insecurity. And, and the enemy was trying to deceive me and make me think that it wasn't a purpose for my life. That, uh, 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 but I believe, and, I, 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 and, and, and we didn't have uh, ministers and, 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 and those that were sharing the work. I didn't have anybody at that point in my life. Now, somebody came in a little bit later, but I didn't have anybody at that point in my life that would pour into me. And, 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 and let me know that, amen, uh, 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 you, you do measure up. Yes. There is nobody like you. And God has you here for a purpose. Yes. That time when I was wrestling with those insecurities, amen, my father and mother had, 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 my father had, had, had separated from my mom. And he was doing his own thing. And I can remember as a teenager growing up and, 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 and being raised by my mom. And I was thinking to myself, who's going to show me how to, amen. I wasn't putting it in these words, but what, I was, what, what was being reflected in me was, who's going to show me how to be a man? Mm -hmm. Now, the way I framed it, amen, as a teenager, who's going to show me how to fix a flat? Who's going to show me how to, how to repair a car? Who's going to show me uh, 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 how to shave 
when, when, when time comes and I need to shave, who's going to show me, amen, how to tie a bow tie, amen, when, when I need to learn how to, uh, not a bow tie, but a, 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 a tie, tie when I need, who's going to show me how to do that? Those insecurities flooded my life. Who's going to show me how to be a man? Little did I know that eventually in years to come there was going to be a YouTube and a Google where if it's something you need to learn how to do or know how to do, you can Google it now. Google wasn't even on my horizon. YouTube wasn't even on my horizon. Internet wasn't even on my horizon. But I thank God that God used an individual. God used somebody that wasn't my father. But God used uh, uh, the pastor. He, he, he came as an assistant pastor and became pastor of Bethel Temple. And God used Henry Phillips Sr. to come. And, 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 and where I couldn't understand some of the other preachers, some of them had... Uh, physical uh, conditions and couldn't speak well and some of them they just sounded like they were crazy as a kid I knew they are crazy and some of them would get up and every time they got up they would preach on the same verse of scripture every single time 14th chapter of the book of St. John and as a kid, I knew, look, it's got to be more to the Bible than just the 14th chapter of the book of St. John. And God sent someone to speak into my life and, and, and to let me know that there was a purpose for my life, that God had something that I could do even as a youth, even as a teenager. That I could help. And I'm making an appeal. And, I'm, 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 and, and, and I remember what was important to me. And I want to impart to you. Amen. Uh, some of the young people that are under the sound of my voice. Amen. Uh, your teenage years are not just to be wasted playing video games. Amen. Even as a young person. There is something you can do. God has Amen. Something for you to do. You were, amen, uh, uh, the gifts, the talent and ability that you have as a young person, God wants to use it to his glory. Amen. Amen. And I believe that if we would learn to pursue God's purposes at, a, at an early age, if we would learn to make uh, uh, God's purposes and, and, and living a life Amen. Uh, uh, to, to try to please God at an early age, it will shape your future and your destiny. Yes, Lord. Amen. And the Amen. The sky's the limit. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. And the other thing about it is, uh, you remember I talked about that sense of wanting to be accepted. Amen. Wanting to be loved. See, the enemy, one of the things that I see the enemy doing is the enemy has families not communicating. Has families not communicating. And, 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 and a lot of the conversations that need to be had aren't being had because folk got their face and their phones. 
playing games. And you're good at games, but amen, uh, uh, there's some conversations that need to be had. And God has left, amen, your parents and, and, and grandparents, amen, God has left them, left, left them here, and, and there's some things that they can impart in your life, amen, if we would take the time to listen. And even parents and grandparents, amen, we're guilty sometimes of not having the conversations that we need to have with our young people. Amen. They're here for a purpose. Sometimes we become selfish as adults and, 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 and we'll be pursuing God for ourselves. And sometimes we leave our children at home. Amen. We, we, we leave them and, and, and because it's harder, you know, I've got to get everybody together and get everything, you know, and, and, and but, 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 amen, that same blessing that uh, you're pressing your way out, that same service where you're hoping to hear a word from God, don't leave your kids at home. Amen. Yes. I know it's a sacrifice. Amen. Amen. I know it's a, I, I, we had, we, we, we had six. It's a sacrifice. But 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 their souls are precious too. Amen. Amen. They've got a soul. It reminded me of uh, in the in, in the in the uh, uh, Exodus, in the book of Exodus, when God was delivering the children of Israel from Egyptian bondage, uh, Pharaoh was willing to make a deal with them and say, I tell you what. Amen. We'll let you go. But we want to keep your kids. You can go. But just leave your kids. And you know what the devil's trying to, amen, for some, he's trying to do that same thing with some of us. He's trying to say, okay, we'll let you go. We'll let you out. Amen. But let, but, but let us have your kids. But uh, amen. Moses and, 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 the, and the people in the church really said, oh no. Oh no. You are not keeping our kids. When we go, they go. And that's the, that, that's the attitude and the mindset that we got to have. Amen. Don't give up on your kids. Amen. Don't, don't, I don't care if they pass teenage age. Amen. If it's a stuff that you shouldn't have did and didn't do or, 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 or whatever, and it's not always the parents' fault, but amen, never give up on your kids. Have the mindset that, oh no, devil, you can't have them. Can't have the kids. Hallelujah. What if our young people understood deeply that they belong to the family of God? Or that the hand of God would guide them deliberately throughout their lives. They're, 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 they're looking for a sense of belonging. They're, 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 they're trying to find a group that they can identify with. Amen. And the enemy has attacked the structure of the family. Amen. The family is under attack. The family is the foundation of society. And also, amen, uh, the foundation of the church. If you're going to have a strong church, you need a strong family. What if our young people, what if our teenagers understood, amen, and I'm not just talking about a mental ascent, but understood and believed that they are part of the family of God. 
And that God's hand, amen, uh, uh, gotta, we not only pray, but teach them how to pray. Yes. <coughs> amen. Uh, uh, model faith and, and, and tell them, amen, sometimes when they'll come and say, this is going wrong, and, and, and I need this, and I need that. You know, uh, one of my granddaughters, uh, I think it's Kellen's birthday today as well. Uh, okay, I know it's one of them's on Linda's birthday. All right. Uh, but I was thinking about Kellen's daughter, uh, and uh, she told her dad, Dad, uh, we want to have some fun. And we want to do this and we want to do that. And he said, you do? She said, yeah, we, we want to have some fun. And I'm paraphrasing. And he said, oh, okay, well, go have fun. She said, no, Dad, you got to pay for the fun. <laughs> we, we ain't going to have fun unless you pay for it. <laughs> but what if a parent at an early age start teaching them, say, I know you're looking to me, and, and, and you think I got the money to pay for the fun, but I tell you what, I have to look to God. It, 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 the money don't just automatically show up. Amen. And so what I want you to do, if you really want to have some fun, I need you to join with me. Let's believe God that he's going to give us some more money so we can have more fun. You start at that level and teach them. That God is their heavenly Father. And He gives good gifts. Hallelujah. How do you think your teens would react if they discovered that God created them for a specific mission in life? And, he, and that He's ready for them to start on that mission right now, regardless of what their age is. They don't have to wait till they get old to begin to walk in the purposes of God. God will use them at an early age. And, 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 and if you start young, you know, Jesus was 12 years old uh, when uh, they lost him. He was 12 years old. They thought he was with some of the other relatives and thought he was here and, and, and looked around and they just happened a day, amen, uh, or so out of Jerusalem and thinking that he was with other family and they looked around and Jesus wasn't there. And, and, and then they went back to Jerusalem and they searched for him for another couple of days or so. And when they found him, they found him in the temple. Asking questions. Answering questions. Uh, with the, with, 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 with those that were there in the temple of God. And those that heard him were amazed at his answers. At his grasp of knowledge of the word of God. And when Mary got him to the side and, 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 and they were worried about him, they, they, they thought something had happened to him and they were upset. And they said to him, why have you done this like this, son? Why, why are you worrying us like this, son? Amen. That's the only thing that, uh, in terms of scripture, when he was a child, amen, uh, and, 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 and it probably shocked Mary so because you're always obedient. You're always, amen, you, you, you never give us any trouble, amen, but, but you've been, you, you worried us. And he said, no, you're not. That I must be about my father's business. I got a purpose. I'm, 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 I'm here for a purpose. I got things mission. 
Amen. I've got, I, it's, 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 it's about time for me to be about my father's business. Lives would be different. Our young people's lives would be different if they realized, amen, that, 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 that there's more that they can do than say a speech at Easter. And maybe come up and sing a song that, amen, God will anoint them and, and, and that they can pray. Amen. And God will answer their prayer just like He answered my prayer. Amen. That they gifts of the Spirit. Amen. That, that, that if they give their heart and mind to God, before it gets so complicated, amen, they surrender, amen, and give their lives to God and ask God to save them. You'll save them and fill them with the Holy Spirit and He'll order their steps. Yes, Lord. Irregardless of what age they are. Make mention that and was corrected today's Carlton's birthday. Amen. I never will forget a little bitty guy. He was a little guy. Amen. Probably no more than three. No more than three or four years old. And and he didn't talk a whole lot. He wasn't in my memory of him. He didn't, you know, at least around me, he didn't talk a whole lot, he didn't say a whole lot. He was kind of quiet. And I can remember it about three or four years old. Uh, he was sitting in the room where I was, and I was doing something else occupied. And he looked up at me and he said, Dad. And I looked over at him, and he looked at me and he said, Dad, I'm going to preach. And whatever he was, he, he looked at me and said, Dad, I'm going to preach. And then he went right back to what he was doing. And I, 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 I you know, didn't, I, I probably should have maybe did some follow-up on it. I probably, you know, but I, 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 like the Bible talks about, I hid it in my heart. I said, God's dealing with that baby. Hey, man, God's dealing with him. And, uh, uh, you know, he's doing... Uh, well, uh, in the city of Atlanta, and pursuing uh, entrepreneurial and, 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 and developing business and contacts and what have you. Uh, but I, but, but I, I, I have never forgotten what he said, and I believe that God was dealing with him as a child, and and the outworking of what. God was dealing with him as a child is going to come to fruition. God will use them. God will use them. That's why we got to be careful what we expose our babies to. Got to be careful what we expose our babies to. Sometimes, amen, we get a little lazy as parents and we think, well, it don't matter, amen, what we expose them to. Amen. God is holding you accountable. Responsible. Amen. And while their hearts are tender, amen, lead them. Train up a child in the way that they should go. Amen. The Bible says, well, when they're old, they won't depart from them. God's holding us accountable and responsible. Amen. And, 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 and sometimes if the, if, if the parent, amen, isn't doing, 
And uh, I think of my sister Ruthie, and, 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 we, we, and, and we lift her up, and, and, and uh, the great sacrifice that she made for those babies back there. Amen. Uh, some of you all know a little bit about it. The great sacrifice she made for some of those, those babies, those grandbabies back there. And uh, I can remember when she was she, she was talking with me one time uh, uh, about what she was contemplating doing. And I, hey man, I'm, you know, I'm like, Sister Ruthie, I, I don't see how you can do it. Sister Ruthie. You, you, you got to, hey man, I, I know you love them. And uh, you, you, you got to look out for yourself. And, uh, in, in, you know, in my natural mind, and, and, and I'm analyzing and, you know, trying to add up and, and what have you, and I couldn't see it. And I'm thinking to myself, I wouldn't do that if I was you. But, but I thank God that she did listen to human reasoning. And, and, and naysayers, amen. But she knew what God had put in her heart for those babies. Amen. And she knew somebody had to step in and stand in the gap and, 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 and make up the hedge between the way it should be and the way it is. Amen. And she went through because of that decision. What easy. What easy. But you know what the songwriter said? What easy. But it was worth it. It was worth it. And, 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 and there are some things that she is imparting into her grandbabies. Amen. Cherry, I'm glad you're able to be here today. Amen. The babe that you're carrying. Amen. And we're lifting you up and, and, and praying and believing God for, amen, a uh, 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 successful uh, term of pregnancy and, amen, delivery without complications and, amen. And, and, uh, but but, but uh, I, I, I want you to get this word in you. Amen. There's a purpose for the baby that you carry. Not just to, amen, braid and comb hair. Not just to, amen, dress them up. I, I didn't ask you whether it was a boy or a girl. Amen. And, and, and uh, you know, uh, I, I'll wait. I, I, I'm not in a hurry. But, amen, understand, there's a purpose. There's a, there was a reason why it took this long. There's a reason why it took this long. For it to get here. For it to get here. And, 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 and I believe that God wants to do something special. Through that child. And that he is getting you and Desmond, amen, ready, amen, and, and prepared, amen, so that you'll be able to communicate purpose and destiny into that child's life. I think what happens talking about the fact how that you know how do you think your teens would react if they discovered that God had created them for a specific purpose amen wake up Kayla there amen God told me to mess with you there's a purpose for you being a big sister hallelujah amen there is a significant purpose 
for you being a big sister. Amen. Amen. Future big sister. And 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 God wants to work on you to get you ready. Amen. For uh, the part you're going to play in your sibling's life. Amen. And you're not too young to begin focusing in on that. Amen. And, and, and giving attention to the things of God and the Word of God. Amen. I'm not trying to be much longer. Amen. But uh, uh, there, there's a purpose. God wants to use you, your gifts, your talent, your ability. God wants to use you. Amen. This church, some of you, amen, there's some things that are that God has hidden in some of the young people here. Amen. I, I, I related it to you a while back. Uh, Sister Sarah, she helped us yesterday. I wish I, I, I wish she could have been here today uh, with her kids uh, because her daughter, uh, what's her daughter's name? Mercy. Amen. Had come with Cheryl and, and, and she was here one Sunday and I forgot what I was ministering or whatever. Amen. But after, after the message, she showed me the notes she took. Amen. Of the message that I preached. And she had the paper filled up with notes. And she had them going one way and another way. And, but she had, she, she had the notes of what I was talking about. And uh, it so impressed me. And she said, uh, uh, Pastor, she said, when I grow up, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to help this church. She said, Pastor, when I grow up, I'm going to help this church. And then she looked at me and she said, will you be here when I grow up? Kids <laughs> will tell you what's on their mind. She said, will you be here when I grow up? And I looked at her. And I said, I hope so. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Amen. I think what happens, we, 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 we get busy. We lose focus as we face the day-to-day -day challenges of living. Amen. In, in, in the world that we live in. But the Bible teaches us that God has five purposes in mind when he made each of us. And I'm talking to our young people as well. God had five purposes in mind. And discovering and living these purposes is the single most important thing that any of us could ever do. If you live your life without finding, without finding out God's purpose, that's a wasted life. Five purposes. Amen. Our teens need to understand that a foundational. Amen. And training them up in the ways of the Lord. Amen. The Bible teaches that uh, these five purposes in mind. And uh, I'm going to get into what they are right quickly. Amen. Purpose number one. Every teenager was planned for God's pleasure. Amen. Every teenager, every person. This, this, this not only applies to teenagers, it applies to all of us. But I want the emphasis. I, I, I keep calling their name because I want them to know I'm talking to them. This is for you. You were planned in the mind of God for His pleasure. Not an accident. You're not a mistake. You hear me? You are not an accident. You're not a mistake. 
Your mama might have made an accident. Your daddy might have made a mistake. But you are not an accident and you are not a mistake. God planned you to be here to give him pleasure. Revelation 4 and 11. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. But it says that worthy are you, Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will, they existed and were created. Amen. One translation of that, it talks about the fact you were created for his pleasure. Yes, yes. You were created for, amen, to give pleasure to God. Uh, we, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Worthy are you, Lord God, to receive glory and honor and power. And, and, and I made mention of the fact that I finally found out what it is to give glory to God. Jesus defines it in a scripture. Amen. Giving glory to God is not just saying glory. 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 And that's praising Him, but that's not giving Him glory. Do you all know what giving glory to God is? It is doing the work that He sent you to do in the earth. That is how you give God glory. Hallelujah. Well, think about that. You see, you're here, and there's work for you to do. And when you do what God gave you to do in the earth and finish it, it gives God glory. How many want to give God glory? Hallelujah. And I'll tell you something, amen. Now, a lot of us don't like chores. Some of y'all lazy. But we, but we want to eat, don't we? Yeah. And we don't want to live in a nasty house. Yeah. Amen. Well, if you don't, you want to eat and you don't want to live in a nasty house, somebody got to help clean. Yeah. Sweet, vacuum, you know, that kind of... Amen. But, but get, understand what I'm saying. Chores are necessary. Yeah. But when you find the purpose that God puts you here for, uh, it's not like work. Y'all hear me? It's not like work. It, 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 it is, and it isn't. You can do it with a smile on your face. Amen. You can knock it out where somebody else would be. Oh, God. No, you, you can knock it right out. Amen. Is there anything you know how to do where you can knock it right out where somebody else would be complaining? Anybody know? Can, can you do something? You're good at something? Amen. Where you can knock it out and, and don't face it and somebody else will be complaining? Hallelujah. When you lock into your purpose and destiny, amen, it ain't like work. Amen. You turn your work into vacation. Amen. You, you have a sense of fulfillment. Amen. I don't want to say this too loud, amen, because my wife will hold it against me, maybe. Well, we got a dishwasher at home anyway, so. But when, when I was a kid growing up, I could wash dishes. Amen. I could wash dishes, and 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 uh, uh, and, and, and no thing. I, I could I could wash dishes. I could get through with the dishes, have them put up, and, and, and everything, and be gone on about my business. Yep. Amen. You 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 want to hurt me if you told me to wash dishes? Yes, yes. yes. Now I had some, and, and when we were growing up, uh, the way we did it, we had a schedule, yep. and so it would be my week to wash. And then my next uh, 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 brother uh, or sister, her, her week to wash. And so 
it, it, only, it was foiled, so it only come around once every month. And uh, sometimes stuff would come up where we would trade. Would you wash my dishes for me? Because I got, you know. But it, it didn't hurt me to wash dishes. I can handle the dishes. Now, there were some things in the house, other things that I didn't like. But, but, but again, if you understand what I'm saying, when you operate in your purpose and destiny, it, it, you can knock it out like it ain't nothing. And a sense of fulfillment. Amen. God put us here to, to, to bring pleasure to Him. That's why we were here. Amen. Every, teen, amen. every teenager was formed for the family of God. Amen. Remember how I said, looking for some place to belong? Amen. Uh, uh, God uh, 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 put you in the family that you are for a reason and a purpose. Amen. Every teenager was formed for the family of God. Amen. Teenagers search for a group where they can belong. A place where they can feel accepted. And I believe they do this because God has created in each of us. Amen. Created in each of us a longing for belonging. We want to, we want to find our place. We want to see, amen, where we belong. Yes. Ephesians 1 and 5 said, He predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ. According to the purpose of his will. Amen. God already has a family for you. Amen. You ain't got to join a gang. Amen. You ain't got to join a clique. Amen. Uh, 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 you ain't got to, amen, uh, pledge a sorority or a fraternity. Amen. Uh, uh, you have been predestined to be a part of the family of God. Now, sometimes in teenagers, you might wonder if some of their uh, friendships will survive a single summer. Uh, I, I, what I'm talking about there is when summer comes, when I was a teenager, and uh, school gets ready to let out, amen, there were some friendships and some crushes and some uh, summertime uh, uh, crushes you get, amen, through the summer, some Amen. Uh, uh, and, and, and it only lasts for a summer. Amen. School get back, you go to your way, they go their way, and uh, where you thought, oh, I'm, you're madly in love. And we're going to spend the rest of our life if you never see them again. <laughs> it was something that only lasts for summer. Amen. Some went, amen, spend time, maybe down south with. Amen. Grandma, Grandpa. Amen. Some relationships established. Amen. Only lasted for the summer. Yes. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, but when it comes to the relationship we have in the family of God, our relationship with believers is going to extend. Amen. Not only for the present, but into eternity. And we need to teach, amen, our teens that Christian life is not just a matter of believing, but it's also a matter of belonging. God didn't just create us to be believers. He also made us to belong into the family of God. I was so glad when I got saved. Amen. Uh, uh, he put me into a family where I belong. I belong. Not the black sheep anymore. Amen. Not the outcast. Not the odd one. He put me into a family where I belong. Yes. 
And I'm here to tell you, young person, amen, you belong in the family of God. Number three, every teenager was created to be like Christ. Every teenager was created to be like Christ. Amen. Some of you all are identifying with, amen, some of the pop stars. Some of you all are identifying with uh, uh, some of the singers or the rappers. Some of you all are identifying with, you're identifying with the wrong person. Yes. God didn't create you to be another Beyonce. Amen. Uh, God didn't create you to be, amen, uh, uh, whoever's popular now. I don't even keep up with who they say is popular. Right, right. Amen. Uh, uh, because, uh, they're, 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 amen, I, I'm not trying to imitate them. Amen. God, amen, created every teenager to be like Christ. And in Romans, you know, a lot of us know Romans 8 and 28. Can anybody, anybody quote Romans 8 and 28? For we know that all things work together for the good. I don't hear Sister Mary. Come on, y'all. Work together for the good to them who what? And who are according. Amen. We all know Romans 8, 28. All things work together for the good to them who love God and who are called according to his purpose. But you know what? We don't quote Romans 8.29 a lot. And I got Romans 8.29 there and said, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So in order that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Hallelujah. For those whom he foreknew. In other words, Amen. God knew you Amen. before you got here. Yes. God knew you before you were a twinkle in your mother's eye. Yes, God knew you. He foreknew you. He knew you were going to be here. He knew your skin color. Jesus. He knew the texture of your hair. Yes. He knew your body type. Yes, Amen. And, 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 and he created you for his flesh. Yes, Wouldn't it be boring if we all looked alike? Wouldn't it be boring if we all acted the same? Yeah. Wouldn't it be boring, amen, if we, you, you understand, amen, uh, God's got a sense of humor. Yes, Just look around, look around the room. Look around the room, look up here, look at me. God's got a sense of humor. Hallelujah. And, and, and the interesting thing is, you know, when, when they sell them stuff in, 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 in the media and so forth, when they sell it, they like to have these picture-perfect models. Oh, you know, uh, uh, picture-perfect bodies and what have you. And, 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 you know, the beautiful people. Do you all know who the beautiful people really are? The beautiful people are the ones, amen, that are giving God pleasure and operating in their purpose and destiny. Those are the beautiful people. God says, they shall be mine, saith the Lord. When I come to make they take up my jewels, they shall be mine. Those whom he foreknew, he predestined. That they may be conformed to the image of his son. In order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. We were created to be like Christ. 
Amen. That's, that, that, that's what we need to be. Amen. We need to be looking at Jesus. Amen. The author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. We need to be trying to be more like Jesus. Amen. Anybody hear what I'm saying? Yeah. And as parents, amen, and grandparents, we need to help them realize, amen, uh, uh, let me help you. Amen. Uh, you need to be looking more like Jesus. Not Jay-Z. Hallelujah. It's pastors, parents. God's plan needs to become our plan. Amen. Immediately, our goals need to be to help our teenagers become more and more like Christ. Part of the process is helping them to understand how God is going to take them through everything that Jesus went through. This is serious, and I'm almost done. You see, to be conformed to the image of Christ, you're going to have to go through some of the things that Christ went through. Jesus said, come after me, let a man, woman, teenager, deny himself. Take up the cross and follow. And, and, and some of the stuff that you got to deal with as a teenager, amen, are things that Christ had to deal with. And, and, and so part of the process is helping them understand it. Man, God's going to take them through everything Jesus went through. Amen. Including, hear me, loneliness, temptation, unpopularity, criticism. And I could, I could go on and on. There's some stuff that you're going to go through in your teenage years that you're going to think are not fair. You're going to think it's not fair. There's stuff I went through in my teenage years that I thought was not fair. Mm -hmm. There was stuff my dad took me through right. in my teenage years that I thought was not fair. Right. Amen. Just a, uh, uh, I was saved when I was uh, about 13, 14 years old. I got saved at 14 years of age. I was having Bible study with my brothers and sisters. Uh, 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 as a teenager, amen, I called them in from outside the and said, okay, it's time for Bible study. The reason we had Bible study in my bedroom was because my dad was so mean, he wouldn't let us go to church because my mom worked and he wouldn't let the pastor come pick us up and bring us to church. And so, in his mind, he's going to keep us out of church. We, we can't go unless our mom takes us. And, 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 and what he didn't realize, it wasn't going to church. The church was in me. And so, in the evening, amen, uh, when it was church that we couldn't go to church, I, talk, I called my brothers and sisters and said, come on, we're going to have Bible study in my, in my room. And we have a Bible study in my room, and, and, and my dad notices that ain't nobody outside playing. Everybody's upstairs. And he came upstairs to see what we were doing. We were in there studying the Bible, and he made them all get out and said, you all get out there and go outside and play. And I, I never will forget, my dad looked at me, and he, he looked at me, and he said, you make me sick. That's what he told me. He said, you make me sick. He said, instead of being out there in the street doing this and doing that, you ain't here having a Bible study. Oh, yeah, that's some stuff I went through. But I went through for a reason. God allowed it 
for a reason. Do y'all hear what I said? God allowed it for a reason. Amen. There was loneliness that I went through for a reason. Amen. Uh, uh, first time I got the girlfriend that I, you, you know how sometimes you have to settle? Some of y'all say, I don't, I don't know about that. The first time I got the, I, I, I'm here I am, I'm saved, I'm a teenager, I'm in high school. And, I, and, and, and there was a girl that was in choir that I liked. She could play piano, uh, real good singing voice, uh, popular. And I liked her. But surprise, surprise, she liked me. And uh, I'm like, wow. And so uh, it was on a Friday. And, and, and in some kind of way, that Friday, we got to talking, and, 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 and she just did, and, and, you know, I guess I got up the nerve to say, you, you want to go? You want to be my girlfriend? She said, yeah. And, man, talk about the happiest Friday. <laughs> and so the weekend came, and I wasn't going to see her until Monday. And over the weekend, God started dealing with me. Over the weekend, God started dealing with me. And God, the pressure, and, and I'm not saying that God don't want you to have friends and, and relationships and whatever, but sometimes there will be periods in your life when God will call you to himself. And, 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 and God began to say, uh, I called you into ministry, and, and, and there's some things I want to do in your life. And, uh, and I'll tell you, young lady, she don't live here now, uh, her name was Karen. He said, and Karen don't fit into that plan. And I knew it. I mean, the, 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 the conviction came on me. And, and, and I'm trying to bargain with God. I'm like, God, can you give me a little time? We haven't even had a chance. We ain't even held hands. We, 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 we ain't even gone out nowhere together. God, and, and, and I'm trying to bargain with God to see if he'll let me keep Karen as my girlfriend. And I knew that I, I, I knew what the will of God was. And so I went back to school that Monday. And, uh, and, and, and not only, you know, she's popular, played piano, could sing, and she was older than me. And see, there was a time in my life when I was younger, I didn't deal with folk younger than me. I talked to women that was older than me, girls that were older than me. She, man, Looked like everything in my mind fit. And then God got through with me over that weekend. I went back to school that Monday. And I told Karen, I said, Karen, I'm sorry. But God said. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking for some cover. I said, God said that I can't go with you right now. And, and I still remember to this day the, the hurt look on her face. And, and, and she said, did I do something? I said, it's not you. It's, 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 it ain't got nothing to do with you. But God said it. And, uh, and he made me break that thing off. And after I broke that off, 
she turned on me. And uh, she started going with a friend of mine. They started going together. And every time she got the opportunity to try to embarrass me, she, she, she called me Father Nun. You know, like I'm a Catholic priest or something. She said, yeah, that, that, that's Father Nun. And, uh, and every time she would try to stick the needle in to, to hurt me, I knew and she knew what it was about. Uh, make a long story short, uh, as time went on, it was, it was for a reason, as time went on, uh, what ended up happening, uh, graduated, she went to college, I graduated, I went to college. Uh, the guy that she went to after me uh, ended up getting pregnant by me. And uh, they ended up getting married, relocated, and, and what happened. And uh, there was a purpose that God had. There were some things that God was, I mean, every time, every, everything that you want, I mean, everything that looked good might not be good. And, and, and so God had a purpose for my life, and, and, and I had to deal with some loneliness. I had to deal with, amen, peer pressure. I had to deal with being called some names. Some, some of the adults here, amen, if you were saved in school, amen, that's some names they used to call us. You're living in a different day now than me. Let me move on here. Let me move on. But he's going to come, he's going to, and, 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 and what I went through, what I, some of the things I suffered, some of the things that came against me, it God used it to make me to be able to do what I'm doing right now. So we need to help our young people see that their problems, they need to see their problems from God's perspective. And he'll help them to, and, and we need to help them to submit to his sovereign hand mm -hmm. as he works to make them more like Christ. Yes. Moving, moving. Every teenager is shaped for his service. Amen. amen. The pressure. Amen. Uh, uh, and, and see, the sun can shine. And on some things, when the sun and the heat of the sun and the light of the sun, it makes it hard. Uh -huh. Sun shining on clay. Makes clay harder. Sun shining down on wax makes wax softer. It's the same sun. Amen. The same problems, the problems you're having, one person, it'll make them. The other person, if they don't acknowledge God, it'll break them. Amen. You need to understand you're being shaped for His service. Ephesians 2 and 10 says, For we are His workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good works which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Amen. We are, amen, you are, we are masterpieces. That's what it means that we are masterpieces. There's no one like you. And God has a plan that's special for you. And he's got works prepared. That we didn't say we'll walk in them, but it says we should walk in them. Do you all get it? Yes. Amen. Let me keep going. Every Christian was created to serve. That means as teens, amen, uh, 
your primary calling is to ministry. We don't, we don't, we don't emphasize this enough. Amen. Uh, people think I'm the minister. They say he's the minister. Amen. He's the one who preaches. Amen. But my job as a pastor, my job as a as a leader is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Amen. Ministry shouldn't all ministry shouldn't be done by me. Ministry should be done by you. Bible makes it clear that every Christian is a minister regardless of age. Amen. You're not too young for God to use you. You hear what I'm saying? So we need to teach our teens that they need not wait until they get old before they jump into ministry. Amen. Wait till you get old and, and, and you'll have a mission purpose. Amen. Start now. Do good now. Get involved now. Amen. The God of the universe shaped you to be able to serve. And you can start right now. Amen. Uh, and the earlier that you start, the earlier that you start, the sooner you'll find God's, amen, uh, for a purpose for your life. Christ-like service will develop within. Amen. The, the, the capacity to help. Amen. I'm suspect with folk who don't help. Do y'all hear me? Amen. You got some of these cute folk and they never want to help. Amen. They're not fulfilling their purpose and destiny. God put us here to help. If you're not going to help, you're not necessary. Oh, do you hear what I just said? Amen. If you're not here to help, you're not necessary. You're taking up space. And, 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 and uh, you know, and, and we need folk to come. We need folk to attend. We need folk to participate. But we don't need folk to just come and be awake. We need folk to come and help. When it gets to the point to where you're not going to be a help in the earth, God's like to take you up out of here through death. I don't know about you, but I want to be necessary. Anybody hear what I'm saying? I want to be necessary. Amen. As, as I continue to get a little older and a little older every year, amen, uh, uh, I, I want God to look down and say, I still need him. I still got something for him to do. Amen. I, 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 Paul said, amen, uh, I finished my course. Kept the faith. Hallelujah. Last one. Every teenager was made for a mission. Every teenager was made for a mission. You know, we, did, we, 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 we do a disservice sometimes to our teens. I think in the Mormon, am I right? I think the Mormon church, when their young people get up to a certain age, they send them out on mission trips. Amen. There's some other religious groups where, amen, they send them out on a mission. Uh, the early uh, uh, Native Americans, early Native Americans, when they're when their kids got to a certain age, amen, they didn't just let them sit around the teepee and sit around and, 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 and uh, there, there were rites of passage for manhood, rites of passage, amen, where they, have to, they, they sent them on a mission that helped prepare them for an adulthood. We need to do a better job of preparation in the church that our young people know that, amen, they were created for a mission. There's something they can do. Yes. Give, them, give, them, give, them, give them a task. Give them a job. Give them a responsibility. Amen. 
for a lot of us adults, I know we know how to do it better. We know, amen. But, 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 but Grandma, bring them in there when you season in the chicken. Show them how to season the chicken. Show them how to fry the chicken. Amen. Show them how to clean. Show them how to clean the right way. Amen. Uh, uh, you're going to come hang over here. You ain't coming and hanging over here just to, amen, play on a video game. You're coming, you coming to help. I know I'm not getting an amen on that one. Come help cut the grass. Learn how to cut the grass. Come help clean out the garage. Amen. Not sitting around making a mess for me to clean up. Mission. Oh, let me, let me, let me, let me. Do you think your team would be encouraged to know that God created him or her for a specific mission here on earth? And I'm not talking about using them. I'm not talking about using them as our remote control. Can you change that channel? Can you bring me a glass of tea? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, uh, cultivating and, 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 and teaching and mentoring and and, 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 and helping them to learn. I see some little bitty guys that uh, they take their toys out, teach them how to put their toys up. They make a mess, teach them how to clean up a mess. Teach them, you're teaching them to be responsible. Yes, Lord. I believe they'd be encouraged. They realize that they were created for a specific mission. John 17 and 18 says, as you sent me into the world, these are the words of Jesus. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. Just like you sent me, I'm sending them. Say it with me. Pass it on. Pass it on. Pass it on. Do you remember what Paul told Timothy? He said, the faith that was in your grandmother. And your mother. And I perceive as envy also. Pass it on. Every believer needs a ministry to believers and a mission to unbelievers. And teams can do both. Serving believers and evangelizing unbelievers. I want to quote a statistic here. This is, this is my last slide. You see, every believer needs a ministry to believers and a mission to unbelievers. And I believe young people, teenagers, can do both by serving believers and by evangelizing unbelievers. And I'm going to show you why it is so important, number one, to have faith. And we need to teach our young people how to share their faith. Studies have shown that most people come to Christ, at least in the United States, they come to him before they turn 18 years of age. Other studies show people are far more receptive to hearing the gospel from a friend rather than a stranger. This combination gives Christian teenagers the incredible opportunity for ministry and mission. So do you get what we're saying? Most people in the United States come to Christ if you reach them before they get to be 18 years of age. 
Most people would rather hear from a friend than from a stranger. What am I saying? I'm saying young person, teenager, uh, God wants to use you. God has a plan for you. God wants you to embrace it. God wants you to uh, serve Him. Amen. And, and live for Him. And share your faith with those that are around you. Some of you, I'm sure, know some other young people that are in bad situations. Some that have contemplated suicide. Some that, amen, are already addicted to drugs. Early age. Amen. Some that are promiscuous and, 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 uh, 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 and, and opening themselves up to a promiscuous lifestyle. Some, some of your friends, some of the people that you know. And, and, and some of you are keeping it quiet because you want to fit in. I'm here to tell you, you were not put there to fit in. God put you there to be a catalyst and a change agent. And if you will let God use you. When a young person is saved, not only is a soul saved, but a life. I hope you got something from the Word. Would you stand on your God bless you. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your patience, young people. Thank you for... Amen. Giving me your ear. Let's stand on our feet. God bless you. Amen. We're not going to hold you. Amen. Uh, Gone a little bit over the time that I would have liked to, but it was necessary. It was necessary. I want to say a word of prayer. I believe the word works. Amen. How many with me? I believe the word works. God got my attention when I was a young person. I believe He can get your attention when you're a young person. We're going to be praying for our young people, our teenagers that are present. Amen. I'm not going to ask you to come up. I'm not going to put you on the spot, but I'm, I, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Amen. And I'm going to ask every teenager that is in the building if you would just lift up a hand. Just lift up a hand so I know how many we're praying for. How many? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, as we come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the hands that are held up 